Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's a Monday. The sun is out. We're happy about that. We'll take it. Rain coming. We don't care. It's going to be warmer. Oh, yeah. More We're fine. Yeah, here no, we are. All right. So I was telling you, I think that this... I forgot what you were telling us. If we were 15 years younger, this what, would be maybe does even that 20. Have to it does do because anything. it's what we're willing to put up with. Okay, right. Lori? But this just came out today the Days of Summer Cruise Fest on Carnival Cruise Lines. It's it's a carnival cruise, which I. Mm-mm. That's why I'm saying, yeah. if we, maybe 20 years younger, it wouldn't even matter right now. I mean, it's. But let me tell just tell you, more. Who's tell me be more. On it. Okay, tell me more. It's going to be maybe for three nights we could put up with it. I think so. It's going to be hosted by um, DJ Khalid. It's going to be Cardi B and Post Malone, and more artists are going to join him. It's an adults only cruise departing from Miami on June 28th. Yeah. For three, three days, nights. three nights, three nights, go to, you know, the private island, whatever they go to and everything. But holy Toledo's, that would be a nutty place to be. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm telling you. That, so that's what I'm saying. Out. We would, I wouldn't do it at my I, age. I, I could do it for three nights. I could do anything for three nights. You could? Oh my gosh. Wouldn't Julia? this, tell me this wouldn't be a riot. Yeah. Well, it's going to sell out and it's going to sell out very quickly. Depending I mean, on how big the ship serious. is. Because, and that's good that they, because they always use older um, acts for these cruise line things. And I've always wondered why a cruise line, you don't. Ha- yeah, they, they do a lot of oldies cruises. They do a lot of oldies yeah. or they do back to the 90s or yeah. back to the 80s yes, or, you know, they kind of do nostalgic stuff. But mm-hmm. it's like, why don't, and, and I suppose booking and what do you pay them? But my God, do you know how much everyone will drink? Oh, oh, oh. Well, let me just yeah. tell you what's on this thing. You can enjoy, um, let's see. Yeah. Mini golf mixology competitions. Yeah. No, it'll be the usual fanfare that a cruise yeah. has with all kinds of, that's all typical and yeah. stuff like that. 1250 per person, 3500 3, for a suite. I just think this would be a riot. Yeah. I mean, that is Post a pretty Malone, good price. Cardi B. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Better make sure they're really there so it's not a fire festival kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Read the fine yeah. print Read the that fine they can't print. substitute one act for another. Yeah. Well, if Cardi B doesn't show up, you could shout, Nicki Minaj. Nicki. Well, no, yeah. but you wouldn't want to because you'd be going for those two. So just yeah. read. That's my only travel agent Cardi B advice. Likes to, read yeah. the fine print. If they say they have the right to switch out uh, the performers, yeah, no, you won't point. get your money yeah. back. And, of course, use a credit card when you book this uh Magical trip. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so did you watch any of the Aretha Franklin? I watched a little bit of it. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. It was absolutely... What did you like so much about it? Well, I liked that they had the all the do-right women there. That they opened with Jennifer Hudson, who was picked by Aretha Franklin herself to play her in... The movie about her life. Mm-hmm. So they opened with Aretha. 
They had Janelle Monet, Brandy Carlisle. So everybody's singing covers. Audra Day. And then they did a lot. Like they showed Aretha singing at Bill Clinton's first inauguration. She looked like a million Don't bucks. Don't you remember her hat? I still... No, 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 no. You're mixing oh, it up. This is 19... 19- Oh, the first 92. one. 92. Okay. Oh, for you, yeah, I don't ever remember seeing this. Aretha performed, of course, at Barack Obama's right. in the grave. But this You're is right. way back, 92. So Aretha's, you know, 50s. I mean, she was looking good or maybe late 40s. I don't know how old she... I can't do the math on that. Well, but that's 27 years ago. Yeah, so do you do She's the math, Donnie? Yeah, but anyway, do, they showed that, but... She was such an incredible singer, mm-hmm. you know, such an incredible singer. And I'm like, how are they going to be able to do justice to Aretha? Because she's the queen of soul. Um, they've got all these great people performing. Are they going to do vocal hysterics in chasing Aretha Franklin? You know, Celine Dion was one of the people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really, they got a lot of people when Ken Erlock put this together because it was Grammy weekend that they tried yes. to film a lot of this. so. But they also mixed in with the live performances. There's a lot of old a footage. A lot of old footage. Yes, and I taped her. it. It, you're, it's, it was yeah. really enjoyable. I mean, if you love Aretha Franklin, watch that on CBS On Demand. But here's Alicia Keys sitting down at the piano, which, of course, was a lot of people who, who loved Aretha, if they saw her in concert, loved when she sat at the piano. So here's Alicia Keys, Spirit in the Dark. In a spirit in a dark in a spirit in a dark if I'm moving oh if in a spirit That's good, Diane. But she seemed like she was having fun, Alicia. She was kind of dressed in rock and roll leather stuff, and then she did a so good. Did a couple songs with SZA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then Janelle Monae. I saw it in a pinstripe suit, channeling herself with a splash of Prince and a splash of James Brown. She does rock steady. And Janelle was like, she was working yeah, her. She was working she, it. And sure. that's such a, I always forget what a great I dance song that is. I about that song too. It's so good. And then Kelly Clarkson came out and oh. she looked so darling, just a long black dress. And she just, you know, she's got that cute accent. And she said, y'all, I, I loved Aretha Franklin. And this is my favorite Aretha Franklin song. And I can't believe I get to sing it here. And this is Never Loved a Man, Kelly Clarkson. You're no good, heartbreaker. You're a liar and you're a cheat. And I don't know why I let you do these things to me. My friends. 
just keep telling me She's got That you ain't no good But oh, but they don't know, baby That I'd leave you if I could You can do the blues Oh, yeah Yes, I'm uptight I don't know what she can't do. No. And I'm stuck like this, blue. Yeah. Because I ain't never, no, I ain't never, I ain't never loved, loved a man the way that I, I love you. And they were panning out to the audience, and who people was, were who was crying. in the audience that you recognized? Besides, well, I saw John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, Quincy Jones. Yeah. Um, all I don't know, but they were. It didn't matter who the emotion yeah. on people's face, crying, dancing, or singing along, and so happy with you know the amazing women that they had on stage. Yeah, John Legend sang "Bridge Over Troubled Water." Um, and I was just like, man, you know, I, I really, I, Celine Dion, okay, you got to hear I, her. I want to hear that one. So behind her, because, uh, you know, Aretha Franklin, you know, very involved, you know, with the civil rights and everything. So as Celine is up there singing in this amazing gold skirt and then just sort of a simple black top, almost like something you'd wear to church. Right. They had these, all these black and white images of in the South and for everything from civil rights to women's rights. Right. Just different pictures of the time flashing behind her. And Celine was, it's a change is going to come. People were openly sobbing. I was born the river. In a little tent. And just like the river, I've been running ever since. He said it's been a long time coming, but I know a change is gonna come. Oh yeah. He said he's been too hot living. She's beautiful. Oh. She's got such a beautiful Wouldn't you voice. love to just get, yeah. like, have all these women just yeah. do covers? I mean, yes. and you forget Celine, you know, was that famous VH1 Divas Yes, I remember. Concert. Oh, I love it. But those. you could tell, like, she was so emotional, emotional by the end of the song because they know each other. Right. You know, and... Uh, Way back, mm-hmm. and and anyway, she just seemed emotional, and people were just like sobbing. And the very beginning of the show started off with a, a, a Tyler Perry hosted, but he just did very little. Yeah. He did a funny little thing saying he could tell what kind of a mood his mom was in about his dad by what music she was playing by sure. Aretha. But uh, anyway, Aretha, or Jennifer Hudson opened the show, and we'll just play a little bit of this beautiful white dress. And again, she's going to play Aretha Franklin in the biopic. That's good, Donnie. This is a good taste. But anyway, it was a wonderful testament to Aretha and uh, the vintage clips and some of the performances and songs I hadn't seen before. And it was 
It was really nice. good. And, and then they did a great, you know, at the end, they had a, you know. Group number? Group number, yeah. yeah. Yolanda Adams and just they all came out. Brandy Carlisle, she performed last night. It was, it was really good. It was really good. But yep. it did show you, I kind of really, for me, the highlights were Kelly Clarkson and Celine. She sounds amazing. Amazing. It sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Listen, we come back. It's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, let's let's get to it, shall we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy Monday. Got some dirt for you regarding Mar- Mariah Carey's former assistant, who she's calling a peeping Thomasina. Is this the assistant she's suing? Yes, and a money-grubbing opportunist. So this is according to new uh, court papers that have just been filed. So Carrie is alleging in her $3 million lawsuit that her former assistant, Leanna, instead of being a loyal ally and doubting aid, was instead an opportunist of mm-hmm. voyeur, a peeping Thomasina. I love it, a peeping Thomasina. <laughs> so this is a lawsuit that was reported by TMZ back in January, and uh, it's not clear why the papers were suddenly filed in New York Supreme Court. Carrie's suit slams Liana, saying that uh, Mariah Carey hired her out of her dead-end clothing <laughs> store job in March of 2015. Dead-end clothing store. And paid her as much as $327,000. Well, I mean, to work that is her. good money to well, be a person. Right. My and this word. Woman tried to extort money from Mariah. From Mariah. Right. Team Mariah on this I one. I totally. Way. She's here on Wednesday night, you guys. Her first Twin Cities concert ever. Oh my gosh, She's really? She's never played here. Is she, where is she playing? At, At the, the State, State or Theater or Pantages? Theater State? or Film. Yeah. One of those wow. two. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize that She's, she had performed in the Twin Cities. Yeah. She had mm-hmm. a concert date. She canceled it. I think she might have sang like two songs at the Mall of America way, way back. This is a big deal. But John Bream said she has never performed a full concert. Well, here. I know she's kind of stage shy a little yeah. bit or notorious for not or, wanting to be out there on tour. Yeah. Know. Or is it lazy? Well, I heard, or is it she doesn't like touring? And that's okay. I saw her in Vegas. It was a blast. Yeah, even oh, though I she, know. I bet it would she be. She didn't move. She was the wooden block. Well, that's stage. where she literally has people carrying her around Yeah, we stage. saw that. Show. She got <laughs> she carried. Did, yeah. She can't bother to walk. Oh, my gosh. Well, She's we're the on t- wooden block. <laughs> we're She's on- a frozen block. Oh, my gosh. And she can't be bothered to walk lambs. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
Oh, Mariah Carey calling her former assistant a peeping Tom Thomasina. Cena. That is so great. Ann Curry is looking to make her network news come back. Remember, Ann Curry left NBC Today uh, back in 2012. She got screwed. Yeah. Oh, gosh, didn't she ever? She did. Oh, uh, Ann Curry. Well, now she's having informal talks with CBS uh, Brass to become co-anchor of CBS This Morning. Now, remember last perfect. week, yeah. we were reporting that Gail King is in the midst of deep negotiations for her contract at CBS. And Nora wants to go to the... She wants news. to go to the evening news. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bring Ann Curry back because uh, she can do some of the in-depth reporting. Yeah, I think it'd be to nice to have term. another name, though, with Gail in the morning that we recognize. Well, we recognize Ann Curry name. I know. That's why I think well, this would be... Well, they might be testing. Maybe they're testing their chemistry right now. The old chemistry test. Have you guys ever been a part of that? A chemistry test? Just Unlike with you. network television? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. No, I forgot to have my anchor chemistry That's test. Right. Did you have one, Lori, no, that I you didn't, didn't tell no. us about? Uh-uh. Oh, well, that could very well be the case. And it would be lovely if Ann Curry was back on network TV because she is very talented. And she Cynthia, did get screwed she over did. Yeah, and, by NBC. And then NBC hired Cynthia McFadden away from ABC. And now she does the long... Like she did the story about the Democratic uh, uh, of Congress of the the Congo, whatever Democratic Republic of Congo story last week that would have been an Ann Curry story. Sure. It's the most dangerous place in the world for children. That used to be an Ann Curry yes type of story. We, I mean, all she has is that um, that Do You Remember show, which I have watched and it is good, but she. It's on PBS. Yeah, she could do more. Mm-hmm. Now, this report uh, coming from page six says they that know Ann that. Curry, I, mean, I trust yeah. their media oh, stories over they there. They get the gossip, don't they? But yeah. they say that Ann Curry, not only is she interested in CBS this morning, but she really is interested in CBS Evening News. So well, there's she a lot could of, be like a, like a, like what would she do? Field reports or something? You know, I, I don't can't know. see her anchoring the CBS News. No, I'm but going. she could weigh in on stories, Lori. Yeah. I think they need someone else there for if Nora goes, right. you need another strong woman. I right. know they have another woman there but i don't know her yeah mm-hmm. so i think i think it would okay, be okay just saying i've never <laughs> met her before i know all right i don't know her name yeah. <laughs> that one over yeah. there at cbs uh, kim kardashian and kanye west were guests at chance the rapper's wedding in orange county california over the weekend but they turned up late <laughs> and were forced to watch the vows from the sidelines if anyone would know about alley traffic, going from Calabasas to Newport oh. Beach, that could theoretically take you three hours. I feel like that's one of those <laughs> events where you rent a hotel room, you spend the night, night and then you, you go, go to, to the, the wedding, wedding which, yes. by the way, looked extremely lovely. Yeah, we know this resort because a real housewife got married at this resort in Newport Beach. This is called the resort at Pelican Hill. Yes, yes. And uh, Chance the Rapper, his new wife, is Kirsten Corley. They've been together for quite some time, and he proposed back on the 4th of July at a barbecue last year. They've known each other since seventh grade. That's really, That's so really cute. cute. And they yes. got married like in a yes. civil courthouse ceremony. So this was their fancy party. Yes, it looked Fun. very fancy. And Kim Kardashian busted out her best 90s lingerie from the back of the closet to wear to this wedding. Honestly, that you called it. That is, remember that lingerie look that people, we all wore in the 90s? Mm-hmm. I forgot. Did I mean, forget? it's literally, you I wear didn't. it with a blazer over it or oh, something. Oh, no, you just wore it like that. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. And she was wearing crimped hair too. 
Yes, so nineties. So so nineties. Uh, Ariana Grande spotted having dinner with an ex, Graham Phillips, over the weekend in New York City, and she was at this Italian restaurant called Carboni or Carbone. I don't mm-hmm. know how to say it, but this seems to be like the equivalent of Craig's in Hollywood. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Now, now, is it in New York? Yeah, yeah it's okay. in New York City. Oh. I'm saying that because. Tristan Thompson and his new lady were photographed by TMZ outside okay. of this restaurant. So, so it's may, a known place. Yeah, it's a known place, or it seems to be like it wants to be yeah. okay. a known place for see, this. See, I love it. The game she's playing is, see, she's going back. If you go back to an old boyfriend, then no one can say, oh, look, at you're just dating a bunch of people. Go back to somebody you've already been with. It's like so perfect. Mm-hmm. And this is the second time in less than two weeks since Ariana's gotten cozy with one of her exes. Ex-boyfriends, she yeah. She reunited the Big Sean after hitting up a recording studio, and then they left together. I think he's cute. In Very. the same car. Yeah, I think no, he's really it's cute. A, it's a really yeah. smart, whether it's, it might even be for real, but like the, she goes, oh, I don't, you know, I want to keep all my dating on the dot. We'll make appearances with your friendly exes. It's like brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Courtney Love talking over the weekend about. Speaking of 90s nightgowns. <laughs> oh, my, I know. Honestly. Oh, my gosh. She right. always wore a nightgown. Now night she's still yeah. does. With, the, with their crown. Yeah. And, oh, I love that band. Yes. Hold. A whole. Yes. <laughs> Queen of the 90s uh, negligee for streetwear. Courtney Love. She was recalling a story over the weekend on Instagram where the late designer Carl Lagerfeld called her out for wearing fake Chanel at a party. I love it. What did he say? I love that she told. I know. Yes. So she said that she was at Paris Hilton's birthday party wearing what Mm -hmm. she thought was Chanel couture. And then Carl Lagerfeld said to another guest, not actually to Courtney Love, poor girl, she simply does not know what couture is. But instead of getting upset, Carl Lagerfeld actually took the opportunity to teach Courtney Love about fashion, even inviting her to go to Paris, where Carl Lagerfeld gave her the actual dress that her copy was oh. based oh. on. If only he could have seen oh. me in my fake Chanel. I love that. <laughs> right. Or anybody. No kidding. <laughs> wow. Talk about a, a fairy tale with a great ending. Oh my gosh, That's right? Fabulous. Let's all wear our designer ripoffs and oh. go to Paris Hilton's birthday oh party. Oh my gosh. All right. What's happening on the roads out well, there? Well, you know, there's this uh, road closed, Highway 13 northbound. Uh, there's a serious. Talk about sex for now to the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid. All right, are we ready? Yes. Well, I don't know. Are we ready? Danny, you said that so, you know, like, of course. Are I'm we like, ready? well, we, we never, we never know. We never, we really are never ready. Are we, we never know what's going to come out of this. Well, what are our options today? I'm going to tell you about something that. You know you're doing, you are vaguely aware that you're doing it, or you're about to go down the path of doing this all the time. And that is the very real, we haven't really, I don't know that I've completely, am completely sold on the name, (laughs) Fubbing. What's it? Fubbing. Fubbing. Spell it. P-H- U B B I N G. Okay. What is that? Faking your husband? Phone snubbing, fubbing. In other words, you're fubbing, you're ignoring your partner because you're sitting there bedazzled and bewitched and bothered 
by that thing in your hand called a phone. And you're okay. ignoring the real life person oh, in front of right, you. Right. You're it's oh, snubbing right. them. You're oh, fubbing them. Oh, you're oh, snubbing them for your phone. It's looking at your damn phone instead of looking up it and having a conversation. Relationships and marriages to break down. This is a re, this is a February 2019 study. Two thousand people in relationships, mm. and um, the phone's coming between them. The phone is. It's like a lover. It's like a, mm-hmm. another woman or another man. It's building mistrust. It's building doubt, suspicion. It's <laughs> causing arguments. It is even leading to infidelity because now couples now spend more time in bed with their phone than being affectionate with each other. That's ridiculous. And if you remember- No, people sleep with their phone. This might not be maybe for Jen. Uh, Jonesers oh, or baby boomers or no, you know whatever so. or Gen here X. We, here we go, Donnie. I know it. Yeah. Well, it's the same. Yeah, I know. Hey, it's the same thing that uh, millennials. They've got way too long of an age gap with millennials. They've got it. It's another thirty or twenty-seven year thing. It's really oh. yes. They are hmm. focus and focused. stay on the okay. phone coming so, between so the relationships in the last five years. Phoneaholic. Situations have caused people to break up. If you look around, it's an addiction. When you go out to a restaurant, Mm -hmm. it's almost now becoming charming to see people talking to each other. In fact, wait staff will say, Oh, look at you guys are talking to each other. Oh, Lord. No, that's how bad it's a. Maybe we're, maybe the three of us, because of our age, where yeah. we're, we're at, not we're not in it. the fu- yeah. we're not into the fubbing because it would be considered rude or Casey would call me out on it. I mean, he doesn't even like it if I look down at my phone if we're in the car together because he thinks I should be talking to him. <laughs> so very that is a little demanding. Yeah. So you know what I tell no. him? I'm texting your kids, and then I'd like text yeah. my mom. I'm getting or directions or whatever you know. Yeah. But I can totally the restaurant. So, um, yeah, people, lawyers and and counselors are saying that people are saying the secretive mobile phone, uh, you know, cell phone things. You know, I know that my husband or my girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, they're going, they're leaving to like it used to be you'd go smoke a cigarette so your partner wouldn't catch you doing that. Now you now, go leave to take a selfie? Yes, because if somebody or or call or text <laughs> I gotta somebody, leave and take a selfie. Or you got to check the Daily Mail oh or gosh. a sports score. Or check so the news. Nobody has to wait for anything anymore. Mm-hmm. So people are fubbing. Yeah, and it, it's um, here's the deal 78% of people own a phone. And we, on average, check our phones um, every 12 minutes during the day. And previous uh, research from the University of Kent showed that people are fubbing and experiencing being fubbed in social situations where they're even with people that they know. um, And... Fubbing, this word has been around since 2013. Yeah, we've heard this word. Mm -hmm. um, So signs if you are a fubber and you need to ask yourself some cold, hard questions. Okay. Do you always have your phone out when you're with your partner? Like, is it in your hand? Mm -hmm. Do most of your conversations with your partner, are they kept short because you want to get back to your phone? So you don't talk much on the phone. Right, right, right. You often stop paying attention to what your partner is saying when your phone buzzes. Well, we can see that right in front of our eyes. As right. we're saying your name, or yes. we're asking you a question, yes. the tail end. 
You fill in gaps by in conversation by checking your phone. Well, let me look that up and have find another piece of conversation, maybe. Right. Um, right. When you're watching TV, you go to your phone on the on the ad break. Okay, you take calls that aren't urgent when you're spending time with someone, and um, that just sounds horrible. Fifty percent of people say that they on the regular get fubbed. Ish. So anyway, ask yourself. Take a good hard look in the fubbing mirror and say, "Is that me?" Okay. Now, what happens to your heart when you do fall out of love? Take a good long look, <laughs> look at the, the mirror. fubbing mirror. You know, you can get those at the CVS. Yeah, well, you know what? People, you can get the fubbing mirror anywhere. Fubbing, you fibbing, can even have it with a light on it. Fubbing, fibbing, tomato, tomato, <laughs> yeah. Julia. Yeah, okay. People the, lie to get themselves. The mirror. People lie to themselves okay. and they lie good and hard. Okay. Right. Give me the Sometimes next one. you gotta look. Okay, what does happen? You've looked in the fubbing mirror. You realize you're a fib and fubber. I'm a fubber. I'm a fubber. I have no interest in talking to this fubber. person. I really should not be in a relationship. What does happen to your heart when you fall in love? Tell us. Hey. It's gotta be good stuff. This is from the Journal of Sexual Medicine. I thought I would give you one really, you know, Hard, juicy fact. That's right. All right, tell us. Okay, so even though we've gone over it. And over it, and we tell you, but a, literally a dozen areas of your brain work together to release all the intoxicating chemicals such as dopamine and oxytocin and adrenaline that makes the whole, you know, being in love. And it doesn't Just matter. deliciously exciting. It's even like, it is the same they've done in the Journal of Sexual Medicine that it is... Being in love is the same trigger of feelings as looking at something super cute, like a puppy puppy or a chubby baby Mm -hmm. or something. It's just that does feel good to have that. Yep. And so in the early ages of state of of love, though, which is basically lust and attraction, you just we can call it love, but it's lust. (laughs) All right. Um, Adrenaline and nor 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 refrain. Norepinephrine. No. Oh, yeah. Norepinephrine. <laughs> you know. Norepinephrine. No, no Norepinephrine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know we all it like that. It does make you, those two things make your heart beat faster when you're in the initial lust attraction. Oh, I love, okay. And that sends your pulse racing, your heart is beating faster, even just by thinking about that person. And the dopamine then comes in and that gives you a euphoric, but it's the adrenaline and norepinephrine. Norepinephrine. Yeah, and one. what is it? Yeah. It's norepinephrine. <laughs> no, it's mm-hmm. not. That's what we'll call it, the norepinephrine. <laughs> norepinephrine, adrenaline and... Uh, norepinephrine. And ephrine. Uh-huh. They make your heart, and you're literally, your heart is beating faster. Oh, how exciting. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and then what else? Later in the relationship, uh, which is, you know, when the intense romantic right. feelings fade... Um, but the deep bond of feeling like you have a lasting love together, then endorphins take over, and then the hormones vasopressin and oxytocin give you that overall sense of security and well-being. Okay. When you know that it's being reciprocated. And, uh, and when you have higher oxytocin levels, when you're at that level of the relationship, your blood pressure is lower and your heart rate is lower because you're just calm and long-term lovers people that have been together either a really long time like you know i'll give you george and barbara bush yeah their years. hearts beat in sync 
They've been together so long and they sleep together every night and they're holding hands. And if they're always together, just the simple act of holding hands synchronizes your heartbeats. Are you for real? And you're breathing. I'm not kidding you, Julia. This is from from Mm -hmm. Loyola University as published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine. I bring you good tidings of love. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, so that is, that's kind of a sweet That's a cool really thing. sweet, cool and thing. And that's why also when long time, people have been together a long time mm-hmm. and the other one is gone, they do, people literally feel like, you know, their I, heart's broken in half. That their heart is uh-huh. broken in half and all of that. So that's like a real deal. Yeah. So. Good stuff. Anyway, I am not going to tell you about how STD rates are roaring all over the place with chlamydia and gonorrhea. I'm going to say again. I'm going to. They spike every. Do you think they just spike in the spring of every year? From 2016 to 2017, we had our highest chlamydia rate in 45 (laughs) years. Mm -hmm. I have not wanted to. (laughs) No, people ages 45 years or older because they haven't been wearing their condoms. Because they're used to the good old days when they didn't have to worry about them. And now they're newly divorced and they're getting sucked up and they're getting t- chlamydia and gonorrhea. Well, I really wish you'd left off with the previous story. <laughs> but I like it when you end it with a, with a good scare tactic. Well, I gave, I, you know, I felt like the fubbing story was directed to the younger. Now yes. I want to scare the 45 and up to rubber up. <laughs> rubber up. I'll, I'll say a name they know. Rubber up. Right. Thank you. Oh, gosh. Wow. That's from the Centers of Disease Control mm-hmm. and Prevention, the CDC. Jules. Yeah, I got yes. it, Laura. Yeah, I'm just 2.3 million horny Americans diagnosed, all because they're not, you know, what using a condom. Right. By the way, Lori, millennials, yeah, 81 to 96. That's too long. Too that long. is. That's too long. It's mm-hmm. very similar so that's to comparing putting, a. 22-year-old to a 37-year-old or it's something. Put, yes, it's, it's like me long. always being a baby boomer with my I Aunt know, Claudia, who's 15 years older. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Julia, you too. I know. Yeah. Right. I, and well, I'm four years older than you, so the, I, now you have to be in the category with people who are 20 years older. You are yeah. not in the same generation. I'm not, but that's okay. I know, but I... I like I, how I rate it gets you. I, I want to always I just advocate for Jen Jones. They're going to come up one for for the millennials. Okay. They are. Yes, they are. I think they already have. I'm not fubbing you. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. Honestly. All right, listen, we'll be right back. Feeling so high, but you far away to hold me. You know I'm the one who put you up there. Name in the sky, does it ever get lonely? Thinking you could Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. Look at how sunny and light out it is. Oh, my it. gosh. Yeah. Feels like it's summer. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Warmer. Uh, Chloe Kardashian, uh, this is my favorite headline today. She was basically wearing an outfit that we last saw in Sturgis, a completely fishnet outfit on a girls' weekend in Las Vegas. She's Please owning that, honey. change the conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She looks pretty, though. Yeah. Man, she's pretty. I think she's really pretty. She looks so different. Uh-huh. I mean, she's completely... She looks great. Glowed up, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I happen to give out free pancakes tomorrow just so for International Pancake Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had lemon ricotta pancakes at um, Hell's Kitchen. Kitchen. Oh, delicious. Oh, so good. What makes the lemon and the ricotta like on the surface? It doesn't sound good. Oh, no, but, but I had was, them and they're amazing. It was to die yeah. for. So fluffy. I've had those. I have to try those. Oh, no, Donnie, they're Donnie. Love they're them. to die for. Okay. They yeah. were so good. They're yeah. really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, in you know just POS news, Jose Canseco remember <laughs> accuses Alex Rodriguez of cheating on J Lo with yeah. Jessica Canseco, his ex wife, and challenges them to an MMA championship match. Oh, I love that kind of which uh, you know. <sighs> Jose, Jose, Jose. Well, what? listen, I he's got sour grapes because, uh, you know, A-Rod cheated while he was married with his wife. Y- yes. So you can see where he might have they some have sour grapes. Yeah, yeah, they've they, got old beef. I'm going to rain on your engagement day parade, parade mm-hmm. is what he said. Um, George Michael, you know, he has, uh, I guess, had an amazing art collection. Yes. And... Um, I don't know if he's got one sister or two sisters, but um, he's got 200 pieces from his personal collection being auctioned. It's going to, they think it's just going to do like amazing amazing because he, um, he, he bought stuff from what they call the young British artist movement of the early eighties. Sure. So only months after faith, you know, Came out because he got to have faith. faith, Yeah, and yeah, and so he he amassed this huge collection. He basically bought it between four years. So they they don't even they're not even sure. They just said it's going to do fantastically well. If that isn't the most British sounding thing you ever heard of, fantastically well. Oh yeah, Christie's is doing it, and the money is all going to charity. Good. I love. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Because I read this inner that story. I don't know if you sent it to me, Julia, or if Donnie. And it's about um, Freddie Mercury's girlfriend, who's portrayed yes. in the movie by yes. Lucy. Yes, how much money she's Mary making, Mary? Mary yes. where he gave her fifty yep. percent of um, what he made. He made during it, their time together in, in all future recordings. And then when his brother or somebody died and now she has like 75 percent. she's really wealthy she's very wealthy but he also you know i guess i the the other queen guys have never really they don't like her huh even i I don't know she owns a huge percentage of their um but but i guess freddie mercury gave them credit on all of his solo stuff and other stuff that he wrote yeah that that he was very generous generous. yeah all the way around so it was kind of weird that you know that yeah he was petty about that i think so now this is irony and we talked about it maybe earlier didn't bethany frankel has been diagnosed with leaky gut syndrome and wheat allergy what the hell is leaky gut that just sounds terrible i would (laughs) never tell anyone i had leaky gut gut. but that is very common it means what does that mean it means that you have problems with some um what and you have problems in your intestines yeah it's very yeah So, I mean, um, that is not, that is a vile. She has been so healthy. Yeah. Well, I never, we've decided she only eats on the show. It's called show eating. Yeah. It's a new. Your intestines have cracks or holes (laughs) that leak out and and affect nearby tissue. I mean, maybe that's why she's so damn thin. Don't you hear a lot? I've heard a ton. I've been to a class on leaky gut. 
it hap- there's good bacteria and bad bacteria, and you know you need the good bacteria. Eat the yogurt every day. There you go. I guess yeah, I to keep the leaky gut away. But I really was always under the impression like that she. But maybe, maybe like you said, she's a show eater, and um, these. But people, I don't think you've you can, seen them. They don't. I don't eat. think you can do anything about it when you have something internal like that. No, like a diverticulitis or. All these kinds of things like that. A leaky gut. Mm. Only a bad enemy would wish that on another enemy. Well, it says it's not a medical diagnosis, but it could indicate other gastrointestinal problems. So she's gassy and she has to go to the bathroom a lot and she's going to be a spokesperson for Depends. I don't know. I don't don't know what any of it means. I know. I don't either. We just just are going to hear more about it, I think. All right. Are you feeling about it? Are you feeling like you want to hear a leaky gut? No, no. In fact, I think they need to come up with another name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's a very Lori. That's been out there for a long time. I have really? never. Are heard you of heard? Tell me those two leaky words. Guts? Are you kidding me? No. Never. I'm going to bring in a notebook from a leaky gut presentation I went to like three years ago. Okay, but Julia, <laughs> you actively seek out that kind of stupid <laughs> stuff. Leaky guts. Yeah, I could see you going to a seminar. If I was around a group of girlfriends who brought it up, I would change the subject immediately. I would never go. To a thing, I mean, unless my doctor thought I had it, but no, I would run from those this two This is words. a very common thing. No. Donnie and I have never heard of it. Well, we I, I'm so, why, well why you did don't, you go to a seminar about leaky gut? A friend of mine was teaching it. Oh, that was reason enough? Yes. Oh, yes. Of course, to support my friends. Oh, oh, my <laughs> word. You know, I'm not going Sorry to any friends. I am a supportive friend. A, friend, a, a supportive friend or... Uh, um, this is a very real phenom, Lori. Or a name. Just Google Luke, leaky gut. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Well, I don't want to know anything more about well, it. You, you never know. I don't any... I know about it now. There's and good and healthy bacteria and leaky gut bacteria. There you go. Okay, people are going home to dinner right now. I'd like you to apologize and like send vanilla. You're gonna this sent through the through the car and the radio. Lavender, cinnamon. All right, everyone have a good night.